Hello, welcome back to New Rockstars Debrief. I'm Eric Voss. Joining me today are Sam Basher. Hello. <laughs> Maude me. Garrett. That's me. And we have a special guest joining us on the panel today, Aaron Couch. He covers Marvel and uh, many other things for The Hollywood Reporter. Welcome, Aaron. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. All right, we got a, this is a fun new lineup we have here. New chemistry, new mm-hmm. combinations. What kind of sparks will fly? Anything can happen. It's, it's like exciting. a chemistry kit. Oh, uh, yeah. Just a kit. been in that revolver chamber. <laughs> oh boy, not a good analogy. Okay, today, guys, let's get to the real topic. Captain Marvel, it opens this weekend. We also got some juicy footage that was shown at a Disney shareholder meeting. And we got some news about the future of Deadpool inside the MCU. And here is your friendly reminder that this episode is also available as a podcast in case you want to paint your own picture of what we look like in your heads. It's always more thrilling that way. And you can find it on the Himalaya app, Apple Podcasts, etc., wherever you get your podcasts. And you can really help us out by subscribing to this podcast through Himalaya because uh, they're actually about to cross a thousand subs over there after five weeks. Very exciting. Uh, We might get a pizza party. Don't say (laughs) that if it's not going to happen. But we might. I, I, I believe in wishful thinking. Um, all right, let's get started in today's episode. As I said, Captain Marvel, the biggest story this week. This movie is directed by Anna Boden, Ryan Fleck. It's starring Brie Larson and a young Samuel L. Jackson, thanks to the use of Disney's uncanny CGI technology and visual effects. Hey, it worked. Oh boy, did it work. Yeah, I thought I was watching, uh, I thought it was in the early 90s watching a movie. But there's a lot to talk about here, all right? There's lots of different ways you can look at this movie. So I thought maybe we'd break it up a bit, ask a few leading questions to keep us focused a bit. First of all, this is a question we're seeing a lot online. Sorry, could you just control your emotions, please? You just sound like you're getting a little bit... (laughs) Getting uh, excited. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Going binary as we speak. Um, This is a question a lot of people are asking. Can you skip this movie and just go straight to Endgame? Now, this is a question that we have seen a lot in the MCU before with movies like Ant-Man with Doctor Strange, some of these solo uh, chapters that aren't necessarily have, they don't have Avengers or Captain America in the title of the movie or Iron Man. Um, So this is a fair question to ask. Let's also acknowledge that it's a question that's being asked in different contexts. You know, it was asked in the question in the context of Black Panther and now it's being asked by different people for Captain Marvel. So if that's the reason you're asking it, if you're one of those uh, people who considers themselves fueled by an ism or even if you don't, (laughs) you haven't checked your privilege yet, just, uh, but that's not the conversation we're having here. Uh, Go to other places to talk about that. We just want to get into like the reasons why this movie might not be mandatory or might be more mandatory for MCU watchers and is as connected as much as we want to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So what do we think? Is this a movie that you need to fully understand and appreciate uh, Endgame uh, by seeing this movie? I mean, kicking it off, I, I say yes, 100%. Uh, Carol Danvers uh, and Captain Marvel are, uh, more recently for Marvel Comics, have become more and more important. She's become more and more important. She's even, like, led the Avengers or the Ultimates or name a different team that's not the Avengers. And it's uh, I've always <laughs> loved, like, the cosmic side of what she brings to the table. Because Marvel, you always think that it's the thing that's been thrown around a lot. It's the, it's the smaller scale. It's the more grounded characters. But it's, like, but it's sometimes fun to throw in, like, a Superman-level character every once in a while. And mm-hmm. it's nice that, like, that character exists uh don't know how really there's any threat against her going forward but we'll have to see that in future movies i'm excited to see how we explore that and uh what this adds to the mcu in terms of who where she comes from her villains her uh side characters and what that could mean for future other heroes that are also very popular in marvel comics right now that would be amazing on the big screen it makes me excited and i can't wait to see uh her in endgame and moving forward yeah 
I mean, I want to throw this over to you guys. I feel like, just my point of view, this is so much more connected, surprisingly, to the MCU than I ever would expect. It's certainly more than like Spider-Man: Homecoming, even yeah. with Tony Stark in it. Like the, I mean, we're going to get into some spoilers uh, in this conversation, but the fact that they tie in an Infinity Stone into this story, they tie in the origin of Nick Fury and the whole Avengers initiative. Uh, I, those are things I was not expecting, and were real pleasant surprises that made this feel like more of a Marvel fanfare than I expected. There. My thing is, if you want to know a full picture. Picture, you know, if you want to see the full scale of everything, why would you want to miss a, a part of it? Yeah. And sometimes, you know, you do have to look forward, uh, look back to see what's up ahead. And I think that that's what this movie does a really good job of. You're right. I do believe this is a great Nick Fury origin story. Um, do you, is it super integral to know how she got the powers? No, because we start off with Carol Danvers already powered up and ready to go. Um, so in terms of sort of like finding out her her origin and history, not necessarily. I just think it's like um, more fulfilling knowing where we're going with Endgame to have that backstory of integral characters like where the Avengers formed and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, how do you think this compares to like some of the other newcomer to the MCU stories like Doctor Strange or Black Panther recently? Did this successfully make uh, Carol Danvers, Captain Marvel, feel like an essential member of this team? Hmm, you know, I think that there really hasn't been a disappointing Marvel movie in a really long time. I mean, mm -hmm. I would say for me, Avengers Age of Ultron, that was four years ago. Ever since then, I haven't been walked away disappointed. Some yeah. have been greater than others. Oh, are you an Ultron fan? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't. You? I don't you. hate it. <laughs> I thought it was fine. Well, it's good to be, it's good to be positive. But that, that one... <laughs> I didn't leave it going, home, rum, yeah. grumble, grumble. See, so I was like, that was me. That was yeah. me. Yeah, that, that was, was me. That was yeah. you. Yeah. I, and also, it was my boy Quicksilver. Oh, yeah, I was yeah, yeah. About that, that was upsetting. Right. Did you see that coming? Not a big fan of that. He didn't see it coming, though. No, did not. Aaron, you bring up a good point. Everything kind of feels like essential. And like Marvel has... So much control over these movies and making mm. them, uh, whether or not you like the fact that they might feel similar to each other, they all are uh, crowd pleasers. Very much so, and you know I think that there are, there are highs and there are no lows for me. There are maybe bigger highs like Black Panther and Infinity mm -hmm. War and stuff like that. So no, th this one maybe wasn't as high as Black Panther or Infinity War for me, but man, it was a great movie and gave you a lot of stuff I wasn't expecting, which we'll probably talk about, but yeah. you know, even, even things like the scrolls, I thought, oh, whatever, you know, and then you see them, oh, these guys are awesome. It was mm. so fun, and I wasn't expecting that, so. Yeah. And in an origin movie for Carol and learning her side of the cosmic, like, Marvel Universe, learning more about the scrolls, it was like, oh man, you know what? Being a shapeshifter, that's super dope. And as soon as you give it to anybody else, you're like, oh, that's terrifying. Like, yeah. I actually like, they super hate this. Like, and I love the humor you got out of that, and like, the genuine threat, you're like, Cool, so it's like the, they, they change on the genetic level, which I have no idea what that means, but that just means, uh-oh. It's scary. Bad news bears. Yeah. Leave bears out of this. How, how does the creature not have unique DNA? I have some questions about the science of that. <laughs> Vsauce, get on that, right? Now, I think the, uh, I, I get some of the maybe less enthusiastic responses some people may have. I've heard some people describe the, the tone of this movie and the, I guess, inconsistent tone, some are saying, as feeling like a Marvel Phase 1 movie, like maybe the first Thor, mm -hmm. the first oh. Captain America, in that, like, you know, maybe uh, this character, not necessarily the acting, but like the overall direction of the movie and the tone, the humor, the fact that some scenes feel like they're out of a different movie than the scene that came before it, feeling like it's a little scattered. So some people are reacting that way, like did I need this story to be part of it or can we just see Carol Danvers jump into the fun of Avengers Endgame and see her all already powered up and already mixing with the rest of the team? I'd say just the one th criticism that like walking away from the movie, it was, 
I didn't know anybody's name until like 15 minutes into the movie. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I knew, because what we do here, I didn't know Jude Law's character name in the beginning of the movie. By third act, I was like, Yonrog. I'm like, also, yeah. don't remember. But like, as soon as they said, like, yeah, I remember. And also, Vers, I'm like, did they? You had to have said it, but it just didn't feel like, the movie just kind of like, uh-oh, the train's already going and we're seeing it as it goes by. We didn't see where it started. And yeah. I'm like, and you're kind of meant to be thrown in there because that's where she's at. Yeah. Right, or yeah. that's an angle you could look at this from. It was confusing from. though with like the blood color and is she human isn't she human what is going on i see it a little bit more than what you're giving like me. just like a something like uh like a guardians of the galaxy starts with like peter being abducted and you're like okay and then we can jump into mid-adventure because yep. we know like oh how it happened this kid grew up this way and like you didn't need that intro but something that was just like her name is Verse, and that's at least as much or as Veers, I was. Veers, Veers how they were saying in the movie, uh, yeah. you know, different planet, different game. Didn't know how to say it, but like I was super like, I, I was just like, I actually don't know what's happening in this first act until like when she gets to Earth. I'm like, and now I get it, and I'm on board all the way to the end. There's like nitpicks. I just say the one thing I've like, I wish like the beginning was like a cohesive like kickstart to who she is because it, yeah. it was giving you a lot of exposition at once it was setting up the, her relationship with jude law who this entity was and why it changed shape and what it represented and she has this chip in her neck and why that's important and you're just like what yeah, <laughs> yeah. i'm on board yeah. don't know how to yeah. call her out in a crowd but like hey, she's yeah. great excuse me ma'am yeah. miss oh the blonde <laughs> one out of everybody else yeah yeah we were definitely inundated with information i wonder i mean nicole perlman did a pass on this script i think she wrote the first draft of it and she wrote the Guardians, uh, the first Guardian script, I'm not sure about the second, um, before James Gunn took it over. And it felt like to me that um, scribes of Marvel movies are now expecting Marvel fans to be at a certain level of like, just going with it, you know? They're on a different planet. But I, I do agree with you guys. It felt like the first act of this movie was very ambitious. Mind you, I did, love, I did love the ensemble, though. The, that squadron, which I thought was probably the best um, version of a Green Lantern movie I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. So it was just oh, like, yeah. I really liked that. And then, of course, it was over. I mean... <laughs> I do want their toys. I really want their toys, especially I like all like the light up swords and the gauntlets yeah. and the yeah. magnet, the vacuum thing, whatever Jude Law was playing around with. Big fan of that. Yeah. Well, another question, Aaron. I want to ask you about this. The like uh, this whole idea of Brie Larson signing on for a multi-picture deal to play this character. There were some reports out there that she had signed up uh, to seven m movies in the Marvel universe. We don't know if that's true, but she's obviously going to be an in-game and Marvel intends on her being a, a big front man or front woman in this in this next lineup in phase four how do you think she'll fit in with the avengers do you see uh brie larson as having the same kind of chemistry with uh, uh tony stark and hulk and thor that like spider-man was able to have mm. yeah i mean i think that's the big question mark i know um last week you guys were talking about this the what what's next and right yeah you know who knows evans is probably gone maybe downey isn't doing as much mm -hmm. or he's gone mm -hmm. So I think that I would imagine that they have to be thinking Chadwick Boseman and Brie Larson are going to be the faces of the Marvel Universe going forward, right? So, yeah. so maybe, I don't know what that means in terms of, is she the leader? Because he's also, you know, he's the king. He's so the king. Mm -hmm. I don't know if he's going to be second banana or second fiddle, but yeah. I, all those questions sound fun to me to, to explore, you know? Yeah. Um, but I imagine that, you know, I, we, what we all do is essentially write fan fiction. So I'm like, <laughs> oh, she's going to go out. And then when they, they get the, uh, you know, the Fantastic Four and the MCU, she'll discover them off in space as explorers Ooh, or something. So I imagine there'll be a bunch of cosmic stuff that'll be you, cool to be explore. Fun. Do you think she would have made a better Sue Reed? Huh. Ooh. Ooh. 
Is that what's happened? I, as soon as you said oh. that, I was like trying to picture Captain Marvel talking to Sue Reed, and I'm like, she is Sue Reed. She does. Wow, she, she kind of nails great. the look. Yeah. 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 But I do, I do <laughs> like her. I do like her as as Captain mm-hmm. Marvel. I like. I, I do like her like where she can be serious when she wants to, but she can be playful as well. And I like I how had a lot more faith uh, in her fun moments is when she really had to knuckle down and go Super Saiyan. Like she just wasn't <laughs> really bringing that hero moment. I felt like she just didn't have enough sort of like what do you call it? a gusto? Like you see Men- mm. Ben Mendelsohn who just went f- light to dark and dark to light, like so effortlessly. And or Annette Benning, how mm. much fun she brought to that take on. And even Jude Law, kind of you know really just running out of f's and just going hard for Mm -hmm. it it's like she just couldn't shed off some sort of like i don't know i don't know if it's ego but just like she just couldn't kind of ham it up and have fun Hmm. yeah i i i I see what you're saying mod to me she whoa (laughs) that scared me got a a little emotional about it swallowing tesseracts (laughs) (laughs) you just flirked (laughs) the performance that brie brought to it reminded me a lot of sebastian stan in captain america winter soldier it's a similar kind of role right brainwashed super soldier still figuring out what his past is and (laughs) he's starting to have a lot more fun in civil war where he understood who the character was he was on the other side of that brainwash he is now dealing with the betrayal the ptsd and i think i'm looking forward to what brie larson brings to future roles because it's a really difficult role to play someone who's in the midst of being brainwashed and trying to remember their their erased past and, and really quick but i know you i really quick just <laughs> want to say really really quick uh, I, I, I as a comparison to somebody i think that grew into their role and their role grew around them chris hemsworth thor was basically for mm. one two avengers one two and his movies i'm like i don't know who you are and it kind of doesn't matter because you're basically reading uh, some fan fiction, but of Shakespeare, and it doesn't mean anything to me. But by Ragnarok and, and Endgame, I mean, hey, he's a good-looking chap. I'm a big fan. But like by <laughs> Ragnarok and, and Endgame, I was like, oh, and I now know that you've been on a journey, and I actually care about it by this point, and that he became fun-loving, swashbuckling pirate This would angel, all make a lot of sense angel. and be really, really good if this was not the first movie that she'd filmed. Guys, she filmed this movie after Endgame. I know. She I know. Did? Yes. Yeah. They, they, they just shot in game at the same time as mm. Infinity War, and then after. Because that's what I was wondering. Oops. I was like, she's just got her trainer wheels. She's just and no, guys. I asked her. I said, mm. is it true that you filmed this movie? after Endgame and she's like yes and it really helped because I was able to really learn about my character and get more and I was like stop it well here's the thing it's you brought up a good point we do need to see her on screen with T'Challa with these characters that she's actually going to be in phase four with and hopefully hopefully in Endgame we'll be able to see some of the actual chemistry that she'll need to have in order to carry the legacy of the MCU forward in the future you keep saying that Captain America is going but picture this Captain America Captain Marvel, you cannot have a ship without your captain. I've used that before, but it's so good (laughs) because I'm shipping those two together. You know what's fun is they don't say Captain Marvel at any point uh, during the runtime. No, No, that that was another nitpick. There's a thing at the end where they're at the sink and he says Marvel like the Marvel. But talking about a dead person, and then by the end the Captain Marvel logo comes up, and I was like, ah, that didn't make any sense for me. (laughs) That didn't like. I mean, I can understand writing wise where you get to that point that she calls herself that or she in honor of. But I'm like, I didn't, I didn't get to that point. But they both they both have served time with the the country. They have that to bond Mm. over. They oh, both like both, had yeah, like a chunk of their life military service, either yes. frozen or in another, you know, hemisphere, like uh-huh. of, in the galaxy, in another universe. Yeah, I just think they got a lot of catching up to do. 
Yeah. And I think that um, two boring characters could actually... Maybe this is the spark they needed. Because <laughs> <laughs> not boring. Ooh, he might be vanilla. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's the truest vanilla. I mean, he, fish is out of water, right? Like they're yeah. catching up it's on nice things. Well, you know, that's fish. A, much, they're much fish. nicer way. I'm talking about like you know having the the jest and fun. It's like he forgot how to have fun a little bit, which is because his his job is to be serious and to run uh-huh. and to be a leader, mm. and it's a schematics kind of like mindset that he's got. But imagine those two. Yeah, you know, I think <laughs> despite so pretty, I think overall this whole movie is very fun. I don't think this movie itself, I don't think Marvel as a studio and as the, I don't think the filmmakers forgot to have fun because I found myself laughing and enjoying this whole movie. It, it honestly felt like I was on board one of those like theme park rides like Star Tours or uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout at Disneyland and you're just like enjoying the ride and you're laughing and you're cheering. You, all the peripheral elements are awesome. You don't necessarily have that like central protagonist whose emotional arc you're attached to but they do it such a good job with the production that you don't really care. Yeah. And I mean, I feel that way about a lot of Marvel movies. I'm not just throwing that on Captain Marvel. Honestly, like probably 60% of the Marvel movies I feel that way about. Well, what happened with this Marvel movie, well, this movie in particular, is that it was supposed to be a standalone origin story, but it ended up being completely interwoven with uh, Nick Fury's origin story. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm wondering if it was all about Brie and then like there was a lot less of Fury and I don't know whether they were just like, oh, this isn't strong enough or maybe she can't carry this for her own movie. Or is this secretly supposed to be Captain Marvel's movie? But there's been there's just a lot of Nick Nick Fury um, yeah. interwoven with it as well, which mm. I'm kind of grateful for. Yeah, me too. Like I really enjoyed that aspect, and I enjoyed meeting and seeing his character. I think they worked really well together. Oh yeah, they have a good dynamic, which I'm appreciative of. I just want to know what came first. Well, I'm curious to see. I feel like they're setting up Captain Marvel for to have a future series of movies, at least one sequel. Where do we think this sequel, should there be one, will go? Are we seeing something that will take place before the current era and we'll see the next chapter with Ronin or going back to the Kree home world of Hala? Or do we see maybe the next uh, Captain Marvel movie might introduce Monica Rambeau into the into the storyline? What do you guys mm. think? Are, are we going to get a, a weird back? Like door origin for why Ronan became like a crazy uh, religious zealot. Like, because at the end he's like, "We gotta go after." I'm like, "Why? You have a limited time, buddy. Like, I mean, you're about to go like try to commit genocide, like for a whole planet. Like, it's like, and he's like edging towards it from like those three lines he had in the movie. I'm not complaining, but it was just like, well, he did lead pace himself. Are we gonna? <laughs> Five points to Gryffindor. Um, <laughs> um, but I, I, maybe we might get that. Honestly, have her team up. I would like her and Fury again, but her and Ben Mendelsohn, they played yes. off each other really well. He's so good. I can't mm-hmm. believe he acted, like, I mean, he's a great actor, but I can't believe he acted through all of yeah. this. Yeah. And you knew it was like, you didn't know it was him, but you knew who Talos was, which whenever I, it was one of those words that was, you know, you, there's some words you read and you never say out loud and you're like, yeah. like, obfuscate or something like that. There's like one word I'm Chagrin. like, I, I always see it. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> so long. Yeah, so I, long. I've never said it out loud. And so when I hear it for the first time, I'm like, the Pokemon Apom. Oh, yeah. I definitely said that wrong forever. I said it wrong until you just told me the story about that. It, it's I don't believe there is any right or wrong way to say a made up thing. Apm. There you go. All words are made up. But no, I, I honestly having them team up, scrolls, and also they they set up the idea that there are small colonies of scrolls out there. Secret Invasion would be such a cool story. I know yeah. we already did a Shapeshifter story, but it was such a small aspect of this. 
the secret or secret invasion is such a cool story, and yeah. I would really like them to do. So, that do you story. think this story like nipped the idea of secret invasion in the butt? I or just is kind of wish. I wish that the. I wish. What is Jude Law's character name? Yunrod. Yunrod. Oh, Yunrod. Go ahead. <laughs> Go. <Good>. Bim bam. <laughs> um, I wish that he was actually. Um, Keeping everyone in his team in the dark. I wish that they were so Ooh, sort of like yeah. blind soldiers. They just look to their commander mm. for the decisions, and then they all find out that they're fighting for the wrong team as well. I kind of wish that would happen, so we have a little bit more allies, and we have more use of these team because it, they seemed really, really cool. And all of a sudden, it was like, oh, cool, you seemed really fun then, and now you're all jerks, and I've got to kill you. So, oh god, <laughs> you know, what a waste. I wish Minerva had made it. Gemma Chan, I'm a big fan. Same. Oh, except for She's her joke was actually pretty good. I just wish she had made it past that, Aww. where it was like, oh, is this why we never hung out? It was like, no, nah, I just didn't like you. Yeah. <laughs> like, ah, oh, I guess I gotta kill you now, <laughs> in yeah. a really awful way. Yeah. Flying through those ships with people burning up, suffocating. Yeah, not, yeah. Bad News Bears, again, times two, the sequel. Just saying. It, just, I, that's it what ends the conversation okay. every time you say it. It's weird. It's You're got welcome. a power. It does. <laughs> uh, so, Aaron, in your fan fiction for the future of Captain Marvel, which sequel idea, whether it's mm. Secret Invasion or tying in with the Guardians of the Galaxy or whatever else, do you think gets you most excited potentially for Captain Marvel? Yeah, I, I think that uh, Secret Invasion is something that I, I really, really want to see. And because I think it would take a lot of guts if they actually made somebody that we care about a scroll. I mean, that would make me upset, yeah, that'd be, but man, yeah. that'd be really cool. Or someone also. we care, you know, maybe... Uh, Hawkeye. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Of a Where did he go? Right. Oh, DNA right. was glitching. But he had um, <laughs> babies. He had kids. Yeah, scroll he babies. He had three kids. Scroll kids. Were they kids? Whoa. Yeah. Whoa. <laughs> that's actually kind of cool. Scroll Legos that uh, <laughs> yeah. Thor stepped on on a scroll <laughs> yeah. farm. Yeah, yeah, the scroll logs that they were chopping there. It's all connected. Uh, well, we have a lot of thoughts, and we'll be making more and more videos about Captain Marvel. We're going to do a full Easter egg breakdown. We're going to talk about that Infinity Stone that found its way into the movie. We're going to talk about who might win in a duel with uh, between a Flurkin and a Mad Titan, because it seems pretty evenly matched, if you ask me. Uh, but let us know your thoughts about Captain Marvel in the comments below. And yeah, keep it civil. As I mentioned before, we're, we're just nerds talking about nerd stuff here, and we ain't getting political. Keep but it let's, civil uh, or there'll be a war. Ooh. Yes. But yeah. moving on to this week's trivia question, may I kindly, you guys are familiar, this is a, one of my favorite segments of the show. We're going to be reading out a trivia question. Y'all need to write your best answer. Same here, because I am not familiar with what this answer will be. And the winner gets to do the outro, and the loser needs to pick... From the gift of shame. From the gift of shame box, exactly. Mm. We wrote down some suggestions. Let's see how we do. All right, here we go. Quick uh, trivia question. What town does Nick Fury reveal he was born in to Captain Marvel? Mm. All right, all of our answers are here in the bucket. We'll reveal the answer at the end of the episode. And it's exciting. Uh, I, were you listening that closely during Captain Marvel? Answer in the comments below. Uh, we won't know whether or not you looked it up. Okay, but first, uh, we want to get to someone we want to give a special shout-out to. Robinhood. Robinhood is an investing app that lets you buy and sell stocks, ETFs, options, and cryptos, all commission-free, while other brokerages charge up to $10 for every trade. Robinhood doesn't charge any commission fees, so you can trade stocks and keep all of your profits. Plus, there is no account minimum deposit needed to get started. You can just start investing at any level. The simple, intuitive design of Robinhood makes investing easy for newcomers and experts alike. Huh. View easy to understand charts and market data 
and place a trade in just four taps of your smartphone. You can also view stock collections such as 100 Most Popular with Robinhood. Uh, you can learn how to invest in the market as you build your portfolio, discover new stocks, track your favorite companies, and get custom notifications for price movements so you never miss the right moment to invest. Robinhood is giving listeners of New Rockstars a free stock like Apple, what? Ford, or Sprint to help you build your portfolio. Just sign up at rockstars.robinhood.com. It's exciting. It seems like a, I'm old enough to, to care a lot about that. Yeah, I open up the world of the stock market to lay people like us. Let's get all the players we can. Is in that this so world. they steal from the rich and give to the poor? Yeah, because like That's what, hopefully we, we need more Robin Hoods in this world. Give uh, it a but try. Sam, what have you heard this week? Some more updates? Well, guess what, gang? According to we got this covered and their sources, Deadpool, yes, Deadpool will definitely be appearing in the MCU films following the Ooh. Disney Fox deal. Woo, dang! That okay, almost good. definitely wouldn't include Endgame or Spider-Man: Far From Home. Because because no. these movies have already been shot. Right. But even so, this seems pretty tricky. For one thing, I mean, if the Avengers ever showed Deadpool a picture of Thanos, he'd probably be really confused. That's his buddy, <laughs> is his pal from the future. But that's, but that's, no, that's they're not the same, same person. Yeah, but similar face. One of them's clearly But you never purple. see him in the yes. same place, do you? I don't, I, I mean, I, I shook uh, his hand, the actor who played him. Thanos? No, no, I would, my hand would be broken. But would seriously, it? which <laughs> movie would you want him to appear in first? Oh, Cable. like whose movie? Whose future movie do you want Deadpool to pop up? I, I want to see him in a Spider-Man movie, right? Like that seems like the two the character of Deadpool was made as kind of like an edgier, darker <gasps> version of Spider-Man. Sorry, no, you need Thanos and that power gauntlet with um, Magneto. <laughs> oh yeah, where he just squeezes. Yeah, them. it's done. Thank you. Easy peasy. Because sometimes Magneto can grab. Thor's hammer too. It kind of depends on who's right and what. Like it just depends on who wants to change the rules for that in the comics. Yeah, wow. Uh, but I mean, like cool. comedically speaking, the way Chris Hemsworth has taken taken Thor forward, I would love to see a, a sequel to Ragnarok with Hemsworth mm. with uh, Ruffalo as Hulk, and then adding Deadpool to that mix would make That's a perfect fun. trio. Oh, I do It'd like, be like a hangover. Movie. I like the Great. power levels of that because it's like Thor and Hulk can take a beating, but dead. Can but in the wrong way, <laughs> yeah. where it's like fighting against gum, and it's like yeah. it's not like fighting yeah. a boulder. It's like the gum's gonna last because it's gonna come back together. So it's like he'll get some licks in, but he's not yeah. gonna be doing super hot. Like that sounds but actually. His that's attitude a great pitch. will be unwavering, and yeah. that's what's yeah. important. He's got the yucks. Um, I would. I also like the idea of a Spider-Man Deadpool uh, team up because. In the comics right now, there's a Spider-Man Deadpool comic, and the pitch is great. It's just like it's uh, Deadpool's a huge fan of Spider-Man, and Spider-Man wants nothing. He's a oh, murderer. He doesn't want anything to do awesome. with him. And it, that, at least, that was the beginning of the run. Now it's changed. It's been going on for 50 issues. This is a bound to change every once in a while. But I, I love that idea. But also, Deadpool being a part of the Avengers and trying to be like a good person was always a fun story. Like recently there was an uncanny mm -hmm. Avengers run where he funded the Avengers because he like he finally sold out and he sold his own merch and he made. Billions and so like no, and the Avengers had no funding so like Deadpool had to be a part of the team and he had to like and he was like no killing but he still went in with not like swords and guns and everything it's great yeah big man Aaron what do you think I literally didn't want him in the MCU but you've convinced me these all sound great I thought oh there's no way he can't work okay I'm sold yeah <laughs> yeah that's that's it. I mean, okay. they tried, Disney re-released -re Deadpool 2, the PG-13 cut, the holiday release, right? I and didn't. it didn't make a ton of money, but mm. I think it's mostly just because people had already seen the story 
like either through the super duper cut when they released it on Blu-ray or in the theatrical cut when they released it in May. I don't need you to water down my hard liquor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It just depends how they water it down. They'll have to tone down some of the violence, some of the sexual humor, but they're able to get away with a lot of bad language in, uh, in movies now. A lot in of S-bombs, for well, sure. A lot of S-bombs yeah. is just, yeah. Yeah, the willy-nilly. F-grenades. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Dude, my first S-bomb was uh, Sandlot. Whoa, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was a big one. Crazy. I was like... <laughs> I get it. That's a scary looking dog, but still. Mm-hmm. The S word in the movie was yeah. Sandlot. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, and you're like, what? Language. It's like he's not saying anything, but at the same time, he's Sandlot. Means something different down under. Sandlot. Yeah. yeah, different cultures, you know. Uh, but we also got some interesting casting news regarding Suicide Squad. Dude, we knew Will Smith was out. We talked about that. But apparently Idris Elba is in as the same character. That's what's floating around right now on the internet. Along with Idris Elba, we're also hearing that Margot Robbie will reprise her role as Harley Quinn. And that we could see some new characters. So buckle up, click, click. Here we go. We could be seeing everyone's favorite characters, Ratcatcher. Oh, yeah. (laughs) King Shark, big fan. Polka Dot Man and Peacemaker, oh. who could be played by Dave Batista. That's actually really interesting. One, oh. uh, I, I love King Shark. It big shark, big muscles. He's got hands. He gr- he growls and grumbles. Big fan. If you guys watch The Flash right now, he is the best part of that. I love it. And Peacemaker, I learned more about right now. Uh, fun fact: he is the basis of the comedian from Watchmen, so that's super oh, cool. Okay. But it loosely, because after a while, they kind of had to train change up Peacemaker a little bit, and he kills to make peace super confusing and uh, also he starts to kind of go crazy because he can hear like sometimes he can hear the voices of the people he's killed in Ooh. like all the time it's it sounds like hell but hey if you want some crazy people on that team go for it also I'm guessing Polka Dot Man Ratcatcher and Peacemaker might get the depending on what do you, what do you what do you think Pokemon Polka Dot Man does I, what, are, what is that about I know <laughs> in Marvel Comics there's the spot and he's pretty cool they look similar but he can like make dimensional holes and reach around. Oh my Polka god, man, say I, no more, I Portal and Portal 2, I mean, yes. it's good. I don't think Polka Dot Man does that though. <laughs> I don't know what he, he does. He doesn't, but Polka Sorry. Music is playing. <laughs> I, I pitched a cool character, I don't know what Polka Dot Man does. <laughs> well, we're talking about James Gunn here, there's nothing stopping him from just like revising what their Gunn. character's powers are. This guy is an auteur, he mm. makes the characters his own and just creates new identities Maybe for Maybe Slipknot could Hold on, but back. yeah, Nate, Idris? <laughs> Idris over Will Smith, yeah? I, Maybe I not. I love but man. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I liked Will Smith in that role. He was my favorite part of that movie, but also Idris Elba is the man, and I want to give him a hug. So, yeah, I'm on board. Yeah. Just a hug? I, it's it's, it's Idris Elba. <laughs> whatever floats his boat, you know, I, whatever, you know, whatever he's feeling. I, hopefully he likes me. Yeah. But, hey, that's all I got to say Does today. Doesn't mean that he's done as Heimdall now. No Heimdall coming back. <gass> or maybe he will. Not I know. <laughs> I, I know he's wanted a bigger role, and hopefully this is it for yeah, him. Hopefully. Uh, well, we had some other news come out this week. Oh, sure. sure do. Let's chat Avengers Endgame, because footage from uh, that movie screened at the annual Disney shareholder meeting this oh. week was leaked. Yes, a brave soul who's obviously never going to be working in this country again <laughs> attended, and he took to Twitter to spill the beans. Major spoiler alert, if you don't want to know absolutely anything about this movie going in, Zwoop, just pop it forward about 35 seconds. So apparently the footage starts with Captain Marvel, Captain America, uh, Black Widow, War Machine, <laughs> Bruce Banner, Thor, Rocket and Nebula <gasps> talking about how to find and kill Thanos. And it ends with all of them heading to space to find him. Rocket drives and Captain Marvel, she's sitting right next to him there in the cockpit. Oh, <clears throat> Ant-Man wasn't part of this powwow though, so it's probably early in the movie before he shows up at HQ in a really ceremonious style that we've technically already seen in the trailer. But the real question everyone is asking is, if we've got Nebula there, 
Where's Tony Stark? Man. Oh, Where's he gone? They were grouped together in the trailer. Mm-hmm. Uh, science scene. Did she just the leave him in space? out of this. Uh, uh, real quick, uh, how bummed do you think Rocket was? It was like, oh, we lost group, but all my friends are coming. And it's just like on a nebula. The sister <laughs> of one of your friends who's definitely tried to kill you. Like, that's <laughs> I really want to see them do something remotely entertaining with his character. I like Nebula. I do like Nebula. I like what they did in Guardians 2 with her and I liked her in Endgame. Ooh, she wasn't doing too well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. not doing too hard. I think the question is like what new th- uh, task could Tony be up to right now? Like what will he be doing? Is he on his own like solo mission? Like he's crawling through a vent somewhere while everyone else is uh, they need to work dun, together dun, to do something. Dun, dun. It's like I'll take care of this. You guys just go beat up Thanos. And I'll crawl through this vent, which is this movie's depiction of time travel and wormholes, Ooh, like to go that. back and drop in <laughs> through different rooms oh. through the vent screen uh, in, in time of what this uh, factory that is uh, the cosmos. Uh, how about this one? Uh, Confirmed. Here's a pitch. She makes a little pit stop, Nidavellir, where they made Thor's new hammer, and the other one, too. Oh, yeah. Tony starts making one giant mech uh, Iron Man suit, because I know we saw a pitch Say of no making more. a giant in. Uh, laser cannon from, like, the Capcom games that everyone's talking <laughs> yeah. about, and everyone's like, Marvel's finally, Capcom. the Capcom games. Uh, <laughs> I'm on board. I love it. But, like, what if he's making a big suit, and the last second, he, like, instead of, like, the Thor, um, like, Rainbow Bridge entrance, you see giant mech suit, and Thanos just trashed that. I mean, I I want big mechs. Marvel hasn't done that yet. I'd be on board. I like Pacific Rim enough, even the sequel. What? What? Big mechs. What? Big mechs. Big mechs. Yeah. Am I saying it wrong? Big mechs. There you go. <laughs> no, yeah. no, 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 no. I just made, I started thinking about big mechs. That's me though. Um, what other What other things happen at this shareholder meeting? Well, I'm so glad you asked because um, this event, which I'm going to rename my Christmas, also showed some of the Star Wars Episode Nine footage. Ooh. Thank you, Disney. Now, apparently it's uh, not so much sort of like a snippet from the movie. It's just flashes of things, uh, which would probably make sense given that it doesn't come out until Christmas. They don't maybe have the full movie in a chunk to take out from it. What? But what we did here uh, was that it included, again, if you don't want it spoiled, zip, zip, Kylo Ren's looking at Vader's helmet. Billy D. Williams is back as Lando, and there's a shot of Ray, Finn, and Poe inside the Millennium Falcon. Whoa. Whoa so Poe's like just completely becoming... Han Solo, which mm-hmm. I'm absolutely yeah. about. Yeah, ooh, I'm so excited to have Lando in this. It's so interesting that we are talking about shareholders meetings and we're super excited about it, because I am. <laughs> but like in normal business, it's like, oh, usually we don't need to talk <laughs> about that. Like it was with DC when like they started talking about Batman v Superman and Batman being great in that. It was like from a shareholders meeting. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, we lost our minds. We got so excited <laughs> over it. So shout out to shareholders meetings and the people who snitch and probably can't work ever again. The whole problem I have with this though is that Kylo Ren looking at Vader's helmet, that's already happened. Did he make a Ooh. new one? Well, there's always more time to stare at a, your grandfather's helmet. What are you excited about with Star Wars? <laughs> Do you like Kylo Ren? Are you a fan of this news that I've delivered to you? Is he just gonna become uh, Vader? You know, I, I, I'm kind of a little bit down on Star Wars lately, but I am sure I'll come back next month when they show the trailer or something. But yeah, it's just hard to be excited after you know, the last year or two, really. So I really love the fact that they've got Ray and Finn back together. The first part about episode seven was their chemistry to take them away. It was Mm. like a little bit, I mean, they actually confessed that when I interviewed them, they, they hated that they weren't acting alongside each other and they weren't really on set together. So seeing those two back together, we, yeah. Yeah. Interesting. For sure. Wasn't there like a leaked description of like a dream scene with like uh, uh, Kylo Ren re-experiencing the moment where Vader got the mask sealed on his head at the end of Revenge of the Sith? Mm. Yeah, but you also had the Knights of Ren and we never really saw much of that fleshed out. But it sounds like rumor is that's going to be coming from like they're returning from the beyond. I'm about that. 
with an infinity yeah. gauntlet. Oh, <gasps> it's, it's, it's Patton Oswalt's Parks and Rec uh, filibuster speech all comes oh, to yeah. life. Yeah. Uh, well, this is exciting. Hopefully, we will get a trailer soon because I I just miss the version of myself that was excited about Star Wars, and I, it's, it's not part of it. it's just time. To, uh, too much time has passed. Uh, part of it is like directions. Things have gone in movies. I did really love the Last Jedi though, and Same. I'll die on that cross. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, hopefully this trailer will come out soon, and hopefully JJ will uh, will get back to what he really loved about this with Force Awakens. I don't know what I'm saying, but I, I want to move on to <laughs> some, some other more exciting stuff. So uh, Sam's actually going to be talking about another big Star Wars update in a second. But first, we got some news, and we want to thank our friends over at Philo. Uh, we are now going to be able to provide breakdowns for the rest of The Walking Dead Season 9. Thanks to Philo. Uh, and thank you also for sponsoring this video. Now, if you want to hop on this whole Walking Dead craze, because Season 9 has been really, really good, guys, um, and say so you don't have cable, like more and more people are now, uh, you really should think about giving Philo a try. You don't need any equipment to set up. Um, you just need a phone number. There's no contracts. And it's only $20 a month. You can watch The Walking Dead on AMC, of course. Course, but they've also got uh, Nickelodeon content. They got A and E. Uh, you can watch Better Call Saul uh, if you're into that. That's through AMC as well. Uh, there's like 50 other channels that you can watch live, or you can DVR for later. You can start watching within seconds. That's what's really really cool about this app. Uh, and a special special offer just for you guys: the first 50 new Rockstars fans to sign up with our link get their first month for free. <gasps> So jump on this now, and thanks again to Philo. I'm looking forward to this rest of the season of The Walking Dead Season 9. But uh, Sam, what are some other news that you've heard this week? Ooh, buckle up, kids. It's time for In Other News. Disney announced that Galaxy's Edge, the Star Wars land they're building in their Disney theme parks, will open on May 31st, right around the corner at Disneyland, and August 29th at Disney World, along with dropping a sweet little video promoting the attraction. I want to go opening day. I don't know if I can take off work, but I really want to go. Next, reshoots for New Mutants are no longer planned, and that project may move from the big screen over to Disney+. Plus. The news was actually broken by our guest, Aaron Couch, I believe. Yeah. Oh, What's yeah. Going yeah. That's well, well uh, basically, from what we understand, they, there are, there, they need reshoots. They haven't happened, so they're not planned. They could happen still, uh -huh. and they probably will happen eventually. And they've you all know. aged two years though since they started. That's shooting. a that's yeah, a great point. They were children. Yeah, that's a great yeah. Point. yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so, One of the guys, you know, his voice has dropped now. So this thing is. I don't. I don't think this thing will. It's unlikely to come out theatrically. I mean, is Disney want, going to want to release this in August? I think that Dark Phoenix will be the last movie we see theatrically from Fox as an X Men movie, and then you know maybe this Was will it? be on. on uh, this has been delayed. Of the so Stark long. Sisters. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Isn't yeah. that interesting? The first episode of the show that we did was breaking down that yeah. trailer yeah. of New Mutants I, like a year and a half ago. Yeah. Like we were so trailer. excited about it. Yeah. It's, it's a cool trailer. Yeah. It's yeah. by the books horror movie, but you're like, but mutants. And I'm like, cool, I'm bored with that. How could it how could you make it like so complicated? Maybe it wasn't scary. But hey, who knows? Speaking of scary superhero movies, Brightburn released another trailer. Oh. That's the James Gunn produced movie that basically asks, What if Superman was a demon? Or just little evil. baby demon. Oh wow! This looks awesome. It, it yeah. Like looks like uh, what's Looper? Like the Rainmaker Ooh. character, little evil oh, kid no. with powers uh, kind of story. Yeah. This well, trailer is freaking terrifying. But omen, but if he flew, yeah, oh, yeah. absolute power corrupts absolutely. Ooh, <laughs> there's something about the image of just like a little kid floating, just like his legs dangling. That's just, just we don't so need terrifying. to be kids. Why does it always have to be kids? Why do we have scary kids? These kids are terrifying. Yeah, I don't need them. There's so much potential Emotions for good and all over the place. Yeah, I'm good with Pet Cemetery as well. I saw that trailer and I was like, that's a no from me. Very, mm -hmm. various tickets. 
It's Orwellian, <laughs> right? Don't they have the kids be the thought crime police? Or am I thinking of that? Uh, 1986? 1984. Well, it's the oh, one 84. where it's a, <laughs> the Christian Bale movie. Not my birthday. Oh, whatever. I don't remember. Oh, no. I know what you're talking about, yeah. though, and I don't remember where it's the like name. They don't try because kids are pure and they can like read emotions. There kids are not oh. empaths. They have like oh. four emotions. Uh, speaking yeah. of kids, as in my childhood and my childhood ending, Arrow is set to end <laughs> after the upcoming uh, abridged season <laughs> well of 10 episodes. Done. Thank you so much. 10 points for me in yes, the comments down good below. Segue. Yeah. But finally, Jared Leto has shared a set photo from the Morbius movie that he's starring in, and it's based on a lesser-known Spider-Man frenemy. But as far as we know, we'll not connect to any other Spider-Man movie. Shout out to Matt Smith, who has been reportedly he's in that movie. Oh, great. Doctor Who. This is like but perfect what? casting for Jared Leto. I'm so glad he's moving away from playing Joker to playing a character I think is better fit for him. Yeah, is this his um, revenge piece? <laughs> because we all know that, you know, Will Smith, his revenge over the flop of Suicide Squad was to become a blue genie. So that's... Ooh, they're showing what a us. Weird, what a weird backstory. showing us. They <laughs> <laughs> got uh, us. Remember when we talked <laughs> about all movie? that weird stuff that Jared Leto did to the, his cast members on Suicide Squad? Yeah, he brought them like dead pig's oh, heads and stuff. Oh, and like condoms and, and stuff. stuff. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 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 Wasn't Viola Davis is the one like, I am not having any of that. Yeah, good, <laughs> good. You should really yeah. cut that out. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but I think I'm ready for my second favorite segment of the show. Oh, oh, I believe that would be a lightning round. Oh. If you want to get involved with this one, just tweet. Oh, oh. there it at is. At New Rockstars and address a question to a particular host that you would like to answer it. Are you guys ready? Yeah. <laughs> Thor is coming. Eric, you're up first. Okay. From at Davy Backwadab. Backward Dab says, "What friendship duo in Marvel slash DC are you excited or hope to see in the big screen?" Mine's Wiccan slash Hulkling in Young Avengers, please. Ooh. So what oh. friendship duo in Marvel DC do you want to see? Uh, oh, like that currently exists? Yeah. In, in comics. In comics. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. Cable and Deadpool was my favorite when mm -hmm. I got that movie. Thank you, world. Lightning, lightning. Oh, um, I want to see a... Um, fast, hmm. fast, 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 <laughs> fast, 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 fast. Uh, I want to see a uh, Nightwing and Alfred movie. Oh, Boo. that's what we waited for? <laughs> that? Boo. A tempestuous... It was a blank question. I wasn't... Flash or Green Lantern or Black Canary and Green Arrow. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sam can answer all my Canary. questions. Out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sam, you're up. At Sloth the Smooth said, what superhero slash villain would Charlie Day be cast at? <gasps> well, that's an interesting question. <laughs> uh, hero. Oh, man. Man, go with a weird one. Um, I go. Oh no! I go with. Um, <laughs> go with like a. Oh no! Don't hurt yourself. Oh no! We're gonna need that lightning round. Lightning has been. Uh... Tim Drake Robin. Ah, he's so old. <laughs> or our Marvel Wolverine. There you go. Or as a villain, he I've would be. Okay. <laughs> Galactus. This has been a slow motion lightning <laughs> round. They could give him the full antlers and I want to see nom. him move around and look around with him. Uh, for, for me, at Ask Four Seconds said, if you owned a Valerian steel sword of your own, what would you name it? Oh, like the Mordor. No, Mordor. Yes. Hmm. Yes. One does not simply give over Mordor. Or Pepe Silvia. That's definitely not it. Good oh, okay. lord, butt yeah. out of that question. Pepe Sylvia. That's no good. Pepe what, Sylvia. What is this word you're saying? It's from Charlie Day. Oh. Yeah, no, you just because you screwed up your answer for that doesn't <laughs> mean you can start whiffing on in on mine. <laughs> Aaron, here's one. You ready? At Cheddar Blowout says, who in the Marvel Cinematic Universe has the strongest friendship? The strongest friendship? Yes. Hmm. 
Oh, it's Buck and Cappy, of course. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, Buck and Cappy, Buck and Cap. I do like Buck and Cappy, yeah. though. And That's Cap. a good one. Are you playing Mario Odyssey? I'm like, yeah, Cappy. They've got yeah. Mario and Cappy. Yeah. <laughs> I love each other. Buck. Eric, are you ready? At 13, Sarah says, Sherlock Holmes and Watson versus Ash Ketchum and Brock. Who's your favorite friendship goals? Oh, first. Oh, yeah. Sherlock Holmes and Watson. Oh, We're talking shoot. about the, the Martin Freeman. Uh, Brock just couldn't. Oh, yeah. good call. Brock just couldn't get things up his mind. Or get his eyelids open. Because yeah. he's always doing this. Do you know what, though? Yeah. So does Ja Rule. <laughs> that bothered me a lot as a teenager. I'd be watching Pokemon and then I'd be watching Ja Rule's video clip and then I was like, there's something going on here. Yeah. That's the to... only thing that Ja Rule has ever done in his life that bothered you. <laughs> <laughs> Let me think more about that. <laughs> we'll come back to that. <laughs> um, Aaron, I've got another one for you at Royal Flash Craft. Is if one of the Avengers had the power of friendship, wow, I'm seeing a theme, who would it be and who would use it best? This is really sweet, all these friendship yeah. questions. Did we, you did ask for friendship questions <laughs> oh, on Twitter. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. Ah. Power of friendship. Hmm. <laughs> then I'm friends with my sword. Yeah. What a lame power. Wow. Can we just say that? <laughs> if you're not, no one else is capable of f- making friends. I'm, that's someone's all up. you can do. Does Thanos I'll have go, friends? Someone's no. bad talking if, to Care Bears over here. I'm really not having it. I don't know, if Thanos had friends, do you think he'd snap the gauntlet? No. No. Excuse Depends you. Depends on what kind of friend. Excuse you. I know, sure, he killed his daughter, but excuse you. <laughs> I, I, I'd go with Bruce Banner because he, he has no friends, so he'd appreciate it more. You know, oh, he really yeah. understand. Hulk Hulk it's going down, big guy. Hulk hug. Yeah. <laughs> Sam, at the Matt Giovi, was, choose, Giov, uh, choose one DC character and one Marvel character to be best friends. Oh, I go with... Green Arrow and Hawkeye, because, man, they get ragged on a lot, and I'm sure they can really support <laughs> each other. <laughs> hey, guys, you want to see a cool trick? Hey, I can do the same one. Well, I can do the salmon ladder. Well, you can watch me murder people in Tokyo. <laughs> That's why I summed up the show Arrow and yeah. uh, the trailer. Were they in U- Did they meet at UHA? The underrated heroes anonymous. Probably they run it. (laughs) Awesome. Hey, wrapping it up. Uh, I've got another one from. Actually, there's a bunch more, but you guys are taking too long. At uh, Ask for Seconds asks me another question. If you could own a flurkin, would you? And if so, what would you name it? Um, hundred percent. I much preferred the. What do you mean? Why are we pushing that? Why? What if it ate like a mailman and you didn't know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, it's not going to say anything about it, is it? It's dead. (laughs) Yeah, I'd own a flurkin and I'd name it. So every time I would communicate, it would be speaking its language. I'd be like, put him down now. (laughs) Cool. That's why I don't have cats. Eric at (laughs) Steph K ninety seven. Can I be your friend? Sure. That was the quickest answer you've had so far. Aaron at GGG24841430. Would you rather be friends with Batman or Superman? Oh, Superman, of course. That's what's up. Do a lot more. Yes. Yes. He's way more threatening. more evil things. (laughs) Sam at Dat Steelers fan says, what does it feel to... (laughs) Ooh. This is going to hurt, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) What does it mean to have a friend? Uh, Deeper meaning. Is good. (laughs) What does it mean? Lightning around. (laughs) It's... Good. Good. Do people need more mushrooms on their chicken sandwich? Maybe? Boom, 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 boom. Anyone who gets that one, probably too many people, comment down below. And all of us at Ray underscore Hey Mel, for all of you, what is your all time favorite memory together? Since I met you today, it's the one we're having right, <laughs> right now. now. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, it's this, it's this uh, one. 
this one before when you guys all uh, chastised me because I was super late to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. There is no evidence of that on shame. my Instagram story at all. Can you make it one of those little segments on your page that you can always click on forever and ever? Because then you can, then we'll never forget when I did that. Never forget. Da -da 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 -da. Well, thank you for, we'll never forget your wonderful <laughs> questions. <laughs> and you are our friends. But now comes the time for our 15 second shout out where each of us has 15 seconds to shout out, plug, or ramble about anything oh, they want. Sam, would you like to begin? Two things, quick. One, I saw Waitress on Broadway. Amazing, Sarah Bareilles. You're oh. so talented at writing music. It's amazing. Mm. Also, uh, Doom Patrol on the DC Universe app. You guys tweet me, should I get that app? And I've said it like at least 20 times now. Yes, get it. It's an amazing show. If you like weird and you're like, but is it like really weird? It's like, it's very weird. And if you can keep up with it, do it. Brendan Fraser, Matt Bomer, Timothy Dalton. The cast is insane. And these, and it's the first time whenever like, you know in a movie they're like, but is being this hero kind of not fun? And you're like, no, it's fun because they have fun powers. In this, you're like, oh no, it's torture and their lives are awful, but it's cool. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, for my 15 seconds, some of you saw me tweeting about this and thought I had lost my mind. I did because there is a trailer for a movie coming out called Wheelie and it's a Malaysian knockoff of the Pixar car movie which, you know, <laughs> a special place in my heart and it's a beat for beat pretty much stolen idea for it i believe that pixar went through time and stole the idea for wheelie and made three movies out of it of course you can make that um, argument but as you know in our beloved video here on new rock stars gotcha! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, darkest truth of the Cars universe. I did the same kind of deep dive on my Twitter uh, handle at EAVOS on uh, some fun things that you might have missed in the wheelie trailer. <laughs> um, Aaron, do you have uh, something you want to share? I, I don't think I can compete with that. I just want to say thank you for having me. This has been Aww. really fun. How am I supposed to go after what that? I'm not grateful at all. Okay. <laughs> well, my thing is that the Smodcast is coming back. This is Sam and my um, video <sighs> podcast that we do together where we answer your questions and we go on so many tangents. But the Patreon goal has been set up on Geek Bomb. We just need about... 42 more people signing up and the minimum is $2 for that one. So get involved, help bring that show back. We've already done a photo shoot and we've already filmed the first episode. I just want to press play. I just want to press We just want to give upload. it to you. What does it make live? There just want to press that sweet, sweet button. But you can help me with that one. Patreon.com forward slash geek bomb. Thank you. Okay. Uh, well, now comes the time to our return to our trivia question that we asked earlier. Uh, Sam's going to read the question again. We'll see what each of us said. Oh, no, you can just read mods, whatever she said. And then, uh, and then we'll see who was closest. So All right. So our question was, what town does Nick Fury reveal he was born in to Captain Marvel? Eric right here says, ah, this sounds like a Pokemon. Roanoke? <laughs> Ro Roanoke. Roanoke, Roanoke, Virginia. <laughs> yeah. I don't think that's Roanoke? right. Roanoke? That's how you say Roanoke? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, that's how you spell it? It's a season that? of American Horror Story. It's, in, um, Was that near it's the a town in Virginia, Salem? but it's an, also an island off of the coast of North Carolina where oh. an entire colony went missing. It's one of those crazy like, urban Roanoke. legends. Yeah. Roanoke. 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 I can't get it. <laughs> I will. Hello. Yes. Shout out to everyone there. <laughs> From Roanoke. <laughs> And then, All right, Maud, we've got, um, I'm not sure if this is a city, but Oregon. What is that? City of Oregon. Yeah. Is that a state? Well, I, Sam yeah. wrote the city of the South. <laughs> you said get close. That's so, I'm closer than that. You're a region. I'm at least a state. I so am state. definitely, so I am feeling I'm definitely regionally closer than you are. Aaron gave us Baton Rouge. Louisiana. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Sam, what was the correct answer? Oh, well, buckle up, kids. Three, two, little drum roll. No one did it. All right. So uh, what town was Nick Fury uh, born in? 
Huntsville, Alabama. Ah. All right. So our judges, what do you think? Who was the closest? I said the region, so I pretty much got it. I, we can move oh, on. Yeah, yeah, we can move on. Yeah. We can disqualified. Disqualified. <laughs> that is not disqualified. Oregon is saying, n- on the other side of the country. What about Earth? I said Earth. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. said <laughs> South. Yeah. What did Aaron win? He said a state in the South that's pretty close to Alabama. What do you say? Or Technically, Roanoke is 470 miles from but a close third. <laughs> this is That's on you. <laughs> Your decision. Yes. Also, I forgot that the question was name a city. <laughs> I forgot. To be fair, the Oregon was a city. Oregon is not a city. <laughs> I, it could be Regionally, yeah. I was the closest. <laughs> Uh-huh. But boom, South, boom, boom, boom. there's a South Australia. Mm-hmm. There's a South everywhere. But I won't yeah. take yeah. it. Uh, and we'll, That's so, how is that a city? So Aaron, you're going to read our goodbyes here. Um, and then Maude's going to have to draw anyway. from the gift exchange. Oh, no. So first, Maude, what do you have to do? <laughs> this is a get out of jail card. Pick another gift of shame and the person to your right has to do it. Oh, this sucks! Oh, that's pretty good. What happened? So he gets to read the end and do it. I think that's what that means. Wow. Oh, and this is the one I picked for you, which I have written. This is great. This is exciting. That's a game changer. Yeah. All you can eat buffet. Go nom 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 nom. So you have to pantomime. Cookie Monster and all, and all you, you can, can eat, eat buffet. buffet. Go! No, 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 As no, you no, read no. our goodbyes. Yeah. <laughs> I'll read the goodbyes. <laughs> yeah. Aaron, you just nom, nom, nom. That's and, kind of uh, funny if you were like, thank you so much. <laughs> um, um. For those of you who are listening to us all over a podcast, just follow us on Twitter at New Rockstars to see what the hell we're talking about. <laughs> um, well, as uh, Aaron uh, eats away. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yes, oh, yes, yes. yes. So you you can take center stage here. Right there. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, stand that up. food, that fake food's not going to eat itself. Oh. oh, yeah. I pictured it like, um, what is Robin, Robin, um, with the hood? With no, but the the food that they didn't have for the oh, hook. hook. Yeah, oh, that's your inspiration yes. for that one. That was great. Yeah. yeah. Is food gonna show up? <laughs> oh, it might. You believe? Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, there we go. <laughs> Thank you for watching or listening to this week's episode of oh, New Rockstars you Debrief. Going? You gotta keep going. Oh, wow. uh, we want to thank our host Mod Garrett at Mod Garrett. <laughs> Uh, Philip Molina at FEMO wasn't able to make it this week, but we have Sam Basher at Sam Basher and me, Eric Voss at EA Voss, and another special thanks uh, to Aaron Couch. What's your Twitter handle? Reporter. What's your Twitter? Uh, at Aaron Couch. At, at Aaron, Aaron Couch, Couch on Twitter. Uh, reminder that this is available both in audio and video form. Uh, videos at youtube.com slash newrockstars, and you can get the audio anywhere you get your podcast. But if you use the Himalaya app, we'd really appreciate it. Leave comments underneath the podcast that supports this show directly. Comment us, tweet us, support us at newrockstars. Like this video or podcast shared around. Subscribe to New Rockstars for the deep dives and all the stuff oh, you love. Thank you, are, Thank you, everyone. <laughs> Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. 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 Yeah.